It's all to play for in the Championship Play Final as Borough come away from the CBS Arena with a nil-nil draw. It's the Uruguayan curl to on in. What is up guys, Matthew here and welcome to another episode of Project Borough. Today we're looking at the first leg of Borough's playoff semi-final away to Coventry in the CBS Arena where of course Borough needed to not lose the playoff semi-final in the first leg and just take something back to the Riverside if possible for the second leg on Wednesday night and I am delighted to say Borough did just that. They kind of did exactly what I was hoping, what I was wanting them to do. Of course, I'd rather them have won, I'd rather them have won 4-0 in a perfect world, of course, but, you know, a tough place to go The CBS. Coventry, I think, have got one of the, maybe the 6th, 7th, 8th best home record in the league uh, this season. A very tough side to break down. It was going to be a packed out ground, but we're going to have to go there, weather the storm, and be solid and resilient and they were exactly that and we've came away from it as we were nil-nil heading back to the Riverside on Wednesday where Borough simply know exactly what they need to do at home in front of a sellout crowd and that is win the game which not many people have been able to do up against Borough at the Riverside this season. Borough's home record I think is fifth, I think Coventry's is eighth, or Borough's might even be higher than that, it might be in the top three, I can't remember but not many teams have come to the Riverside and gotten a victory. I think Burnley are the only side under Michael Carrick to do so. So that bodes well. But more on that at the end when we sort of preview the second leg. As for the first leg, Borough were fantastic. Um, especially in the first half. I think the consensus among loads of people who I spoke to, among many Borough fans, was that Borough had to get through the first 20 minutes, half an hour where the atmosphere was going to be really heightened, it was going to be, you know, really partisan from the Coventry fans. They obviously were going to start quickly, and Borough had to weather that storm and settle into the game, get some degree of control, um, and then see where it took us. And not only did we settle into the game, we dominated the first half, especially. Um, I think Coventry didn't really come out all guns blazing. Maybe it's not in their kind of nature to do so. They're a team who very much are happy to not have the ball. Borough are the opposite. I think, as we saw in the playoff, in the final day, when the two come up against each other at Riverside, Borough had 70-plus percent possession. So maybe it wasn't to be expected that Coventry were going to come at Borough, have lots of the ball. Borough were going to have to sit deep and withstand pressure. But nevertheless, the way Borough conducted themselves in that first half an hour, first half, was amazing. We were just... From the off, very controlled. Our passing was sharp. We played the ball around so very well and looked a threat. And, you know, you've got to give respect to this Coventry City side. Their defence is absolutely fantastic. And it was always going to be hard to break them down. But at the other end, they didn't pose any threat to Borough in the first half, really. And Borough had the biggest chance of the first half. And it was a chance, a game of very few chances. Maybe you'd expect that again, basing it off of the final day. You know, two sides who are very different but kind of cancel each other out in a sense. Coventry very good at the back, but Borough did carve them open once and it was a big chance for Tuber Akpom 
Um, great one-touch football outside the box from Borough, as we've often seen so much this season. But we were back to our not perfect best in this first half, but it's the best I've seen Borough since we sealed our playoff spot weeks ago. You know, lots of talk in the final three games about Borough's performances dropping off. Um, you know, is it because we were, you know, taking our foot off, preserving fitness, or was it a genuine, genuine concern? But I think this proved that Borough were able to get straight back on it now, that they were back in a game that mattered, that had something riding on it. And first half, we were great. Great football to start. Beautiful uh, one-touch football. McGree played it into Tuberac, Pomo peeled off. And, yeah, it was a fantastic save by Ben Wilson, who I think is one of the, probably, if not the best goalkeeper in the championship. And, um, yeah, he come out, he closed down Tuba incredibly quickly. If Tuba had just got a little bit more height on the dink, it would have cleared him and went into the back of the net. As it were, clipped Wilson's body, nearly still looped in, but caught the upside of the bar. I think it was the upright bar post. Um, and sadly didn't drop for us, and that was the biggest chance of the first half. We did get him behind one more time as well. Akpom again, beautiful through ball to Isaiah Jones, who got him behind a few times in the first half, and I think a couple of times maybe took one second too long to make a decision at times, but this time his finish was fantastic, but he was offside by barely a yard. Um, it was he'd just gone slightly too early. But it was a great move and Borough was mighty close to getting themselves ahead. So, first half, I was delighted with Borough. Um, no sign of nerves, no sign of feeling the pressure of the occasion. I thought we quietened the Coventry City crowd down pretty easily. Um, and we were doing the perfect job in terms of an away performance in the first half. Now, of course, you expect a response from Coventry. We got that in the second half. Um, I'd say they were the better side throughout the second half. Um, they seemed to press Borough a bit quicker. Um, they were a lot more intense with their press. And they were a little bit more direct, I'd say. Um, they got a lot more balls into the box. They had a couple of more men forward, committed a few men further forward. And I don't know, maybe it was the nature of the game. Borough started to not lose control, but they played a lot of more long balls up front. We took Archer off to bring on Crooks to see if that would help us hold the ball up. And I think we were just gradually, slowly but surely, getting deeper and deeper, knowing that, okay, we're not going to win this game, let's not lose it, and take something back to the Riverside. And we held out perfectly, um, second half. Coventry didn't have a shot on target in this game, and that is only, I think, the third time this season Coventry have not had a shot on target. I don't know if that stat is just their home form alone, or if that's across the whole season, home and away, but... It was only the third time, maybe at home, maybe across the season, I dare say at home, that they've not had a shot on target in the whole game. Zach Steffen didn't have a save to make. And the game finished nil-nil, which suits Borough perfectly. And I'll get onto that more so in a bit. But I've got to praise a couple of the Borough players individually uh, from this game. Um, I think the, the spine of this Borough side was fabulous in this game. I think the centre-back pairing of McNair and Lenahan, a bit like they did on the final day, were amazing. The best I think I've seen them, maybe, so far in Borough shirts as a pair. McNair especially, I thought, you know, he did well on the final day, but he did not let Jokerez out of his sight in this game. Every time they tried to play the ball up to Jokerez, there was a man straight on in touch tight, whether it was McNair, Lenahan, mostly McNair because of the left channel, but McNair was always there, nipping at his heels, putting in really strong challenges, wasn't backing down to what was a very physical fight. 
between the two, McNair gave him just as much. And I think I saw a stat maybe around 80 minutes in that Jokerez had had 16 duels in the match. He'd lost 13 of them and had only won three, which I think shows how fantastic the Borough defence was. And Lenahan as well deserves immense credit because there were times in the game where they were pumping long balls forward. He was heading them down calmly to Giles, calmly to McNair or one of the midfielders. Um, and they were just reassured, like unbelievably reassured. They just didn't seem to feel under any pressure. They were calm and collected. Um, they didn't put a foot wrong for the whole game, the pair of them. And they deserve immense credit because they are going up against, if you count Tuber as a number 10, they're going up against the best number 9, the best striker in the league. And they didn't give him a sniff in this entire game. And, you know, Borough are not renowned for their defence at all this season. I think maybe the nature of how we play exposes our defence and makes it look maybe worse than it actually is. But our lack of clean sheets throughout the season, goals conceded away from home, doesn't make for great reading. But today, I saw a side from this Borough team that I've not seen for a long time, and that was that they were very, very solid, resilient, very composed as well. We weren't just hoofing it clear for the sake of it. We were taking the ball down outside, inside our box, playing it calmly out through the midfield. There was a, a spell in the second half where we were under an immense press from Coventry, four or five of their players, and the way we played the ball out was unbelievable. I've never seen a Borough team just so calm under pressure, and it, it really bode well, I think, for what's hopefully a successful playoff campaign. Also, the midfielders deserve immense credit. I thought Hayden Hackney was fantastic, but Alex Mowat rightfully on foot mob got the best rating for me he was the best player on the pitch the best performance i've seen from him in a borough shirt so far a lot of noise clamoring for housen to be fit i'm not gonna lie i would have loved to have seen housen back in the squad but mawet played that part so well you know again the amount of times that they were hoofing long balls forward trying to get quick counter-attacking moves getting yokeras in behind Every time when Borough defenders were getting their head to the ball, we quite easily could have lost the second ball and been under you know, instant pressure. But Mowat was positioned perfectly every single time throughout the entire game. Whenever there was a second ball, whenever there was a header into midfield, he was positioned perfectly. And the number of times he'd nip into a 50-50, nick the ball, you know, move his body shape correctly to calm the player down and then progress possession was unbelievable. I mean, uh, where this Alex Mowat has been, I don't know, but I'm delighted that he's finally turned up for, for this playoff. He was the perfect sort of midfielder that you needed in a in a way performance such as this. Um, it's just amazing from Mowat. Honestly, I'm, I'm delighted for him. Akpom did well, of course. He had two chances. He did have a chance uh, at the start of the second half as well, worth noting, across from the left-hand side from McGree. I feel as if Akpom was maybe stretching ever so slightly. If he was a yard quicker, maybe he'd have got a better contact. But he just sort of got on the end of the cross, couldn't quite connect, and the header went wide. And that was Borough's only other real chance in the second half. Both fell to Tuba, both he sadly didn't quite make the most of. And I think McGree did well too. Um, I think Jones and Arch were the only two who didn't really get into the game. Archer, um, you know, had a lot of great runs. He, he was a willing runner. Quite often, Borough were trying to get in behind this Coventry defence, which I think is the, the, definitely the way to get at them. But the balls in behind him were a little bit too long. Jones, I think, had fits and spurts in the first half, but didn't really get into the game much. And I think Tommy Smith was steady. Stefan didn't have anything to do, so you can't really judge him on today's performance. But positives in terms of the squad from Borough, because we've mentioned about injuries for a long time, but Marcus Force returned 
in this game. Come on second half, looked very good. Delighted to see Force come back. Um, Dale Fry was also on the bench, which I didn't expect because apparently he was limping during the lap of honour in the final game. But he was on the bench and that could be huge in the next two games if we are to obviously have a playoff final as well. If we're hanging on towards the end of a game to bring on a defender as big and tall as Dale Fry to make it a back five is perfect. So it's so good to see that we have an additional option back in the centre of defence. And hopefully Housen, uh, Ramsey, they come back too. They were all at the game. Hopefully they make the squad Wednesday. But yeah, a tight game. Not much in terms of XG. Borough did edge the XG. Edged the big chances. Shots on target. Of course, possession you'd expect. But overall, um, it's the result I wanted, or the very least I wanted from this. Because for me, even if we'd have lost 1-0, I'd have still thought, okay, if Borough turn on second leg, we could turn over a one-goal deficit. But looking at the other playoff semi-finals this weekend, across all of the EFL, it's been tough for the away sides. And, um, you know, Sheffield Wednesday lost 4-0 to Peterborough, which was... Absolutely astounding. Um, Barnsley did well at Bolton, didn't quite get the win, of course. Stockport lost to Salford. There's still the Bradford Carlisle game tonight. And Luton, of course, lost at Sunderland in their first leg. So I was kind of looking at the other playoff games this weekend and I've watched them all, thinking, right, it's so tough for the away side. And it's so important that they come out of it unscathed and go into their second home leg, knowing exactly what they need. And Borough going into it level is fantastic because like I said earlier our home form is amazing and I was really surprised by the Sky Pundits at the end saying that this game is set up perfectly for Coventry and I'm like they're a counter-attacking side but if Borough defend in the same way they do then Coventry haven't really got anything else to cling on to here like Borough just need to defend in the same manner that they did control possession in the same way they did in this game and then we've got the added backing of 30,000 at the Riverside a sellout crowd and a raucous atmosphere and home advantage. As I said, Borough's home form is amazing. Burnley are the only team who've beaten us at home under Carrick. And I think I don't think we've failed to score under Carrick at home. So Coventry, with that in mind, Coventry are going to have to score to stay in it. So Sky's punditry was completely bonkers. I'm not going to get into it too much, but I just couldn't believe what they were spouting at the end of the game. But anyway, Borough, go into it. And we go into it with a draw. And that's fantastic because given our form, um, given the way we've stepped up seamlessly, uh, seemingly, um, I feel like this is not ours to lose because I'm not going to get that comfortable. I am going to more than give Coventry the respect they deserve and you know how good they are counter-attacking. It could serve perfectly for them in terms of an away performance. But you've got to say, Borough have the advantage, I think. The way the playoffs are set up, third and fourth always get the advantage of the home game second leg. And there's no doubt that is an advantage. But I think Borough now going into this not behind, not a goal down. I think it's ours to go on and hopefully win. And you know what? If Coventry can come to the Riverside and do what only Burnley have done and win, fair play to them. They they will deserve a playoff final place if they can do what very little teams have done but for me Borough I think have the opportunity here to certainly win this playoff semi-final and I'm looking back to the Brentford playoff semi-final of 2015 um, where Borough seemingly 
just turn it on in that semi-final blue Brentford away. We just need to, we just need to do that. We just need to play our best and we should win this game. I think Coventry may they may come and try and make it tight. They may try and, and sit deep, counter attack when they can, and maybe just try and take the tie as long as they can, whether they get it to 90 minutes, 120 penalties. Maybe that's the way they'll see it. I really don't know how they're going to set up or if they'll change the way they set up. But Borough don't have to change a thing for me. Um, we do what we do in the first leg with the added backing of a, a full crowd. And I think it's there for the taking. And especially if we get a couple of you know other additions back, the squad's only going to get stronger. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Borough finish the job off on Wednesday. I'm going to be there. I can't wait. I do feel like we will. I've seen us just brush aside so easily. Uh, this season at home, side two are even better than Coventry, so it's going to take one hell of a defensive performance from them and one hell of an away performance, probably an even more superior away performance than what we've just put out for them to beat us. It's there for Borough, I'm going to go with a 2-0 win, I think we just need to keep Jokeras out as we have done in the last two, that nullifies a lot of their big threats, of course Hamer is one to, to think about, but we marshalled him quite nicely in the home leg. Borough just need to get themselves through and I think we will but if we don't I'll be the first to congratulate Coventry because it would be an incredible achievement if they were to do so so that's my thoughts on the first leg of the playoff semi-final fingers crossed it goes well in the second leg I was a bag of nerves today but I'm actually really excited and confident for the second leg now so fingers crossed we make the final and who knows who it'll be against with Sunderland having a narrow advantage over Luton, I would just, oh God, the thought of a tease with a derby final would just terrorise me, but we'll see. Let's just get there first. So big thank you for watching, guys. If you've enjoyed it, hit the like button. Do subscribe for more, as there will be another episode of Project Borough after the semi-final, second leg in midweek. Do check out the Borough Breakdown podcast as well, guys. I did mention that I'm going to be on the podcast to discuss both legs of the semi-final. Um, standing in for Johnny so please check out that podcast if you want to hear a more in-depth discussion on this game from me and the best Borough folk around comment below with your thoughts as always whether you're a Borough fan country fan or any other fan of football with your thoughts on this game and your predictions for the second leg and yeah big thank you for watching fingers crossed for Wednesday but until then go well up the Borough